It is time to examine the Bible and use your power of reason. This is a public announcement relating to COVID-19. Be kind. Wear a protective mask that covers your nose and your mouth. Remember to wash your hands frequently. Also, keep a safe distance between yourself and others of at least six feet. Remember that in order to prevent spreading of this virus, COVID-19, we must take action. Be kind, care for others, care for yourself, wear a face covering, protecting yourself, protecting others, wash your hands frequently and keep a safe distance. This podcast has been reproduced from a Facebook Live broadcast. So today I will be considering uh, the Bible can help in how to show affection. So I thank you for joining me today. And so... Out of the communication um, facets that we have, right, because there are different levels of communication that we get to enjoy with um, other humans, uh, there is nothing better than the communication that we have or we get to enjoy with um with someone that we have a relationship with. So, but what about when the relationship is, it's been a long time that you have been with that person, right? Uh, usually, We tend to to have issues when it comes to affection, when it comes to um, that we have been in a relationship with someone, and it's like we have nothing nothing to say to each other, right? So, of course, that can make uh, the situation difficult especially for those who are married right and also what about those who have been married for a long time have had children and then the children go away because they are adults and so now there is um, the parents at home and so um, maybe they feel that they have nothing left to say 
to one another, much less having to show affection for each other, right? So maybe holding hands, um, hugging each other, or telling one another, uh, I love you, it's something that maybe they have um, lost the custom of doing so. And so, some of the things um, that the Bible can help with, the principles that are found in the Bible, for example, when we look at, um, and I'm going to read from the New World Translation of the Holy Scriptures. And so, if you look in uh, Matthew, Matthew 12, 34, and I'm going to read it. So, if you have your Bible, it will be good to consider this along with what the Bible says. So, 12.34 It says And this is the B part Okay, because uh, The B part of the text Because the, the first part does not apply But um, We want to find out the inner self, right? So it says, For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So, so this is where um, the Bible helps in regards to not just having some psychological state regarding love, right? Because in affection. So it, it makes a difference. And here's where the difference is. And it tells us here that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So we want to concentrate in that part only, not the part previous to that so we call that the B part of that verse found in Matthew right so what is the Bible principle that we find in there in regards to our responsibility my responsibility towards that person that I have a relationship with right so what, what does it mean? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Okay, so depending on how we feel, when the Bible speaks in regards to the heart, it's speaking in regards to the person that I am, right? Not my literal heart, but my heart condition relating to my feelings and my emotions so sometimes we get into um, a relationship right and we get married with the person uh, there are different 
reasons why people get married. Uh, some get married because they are bored. They want someone to be with. And they feel that they're not going to be bored if they get married. But they come to find out that they got married and they continue to be bored. Right? And bored with a person that uh, maybe they thought that they loved. So the, what is the emotion, the intention of the heart, the intention of the person? Um, some get married because they don't want to be lonely. And so they feel that if they get married, they'll cure their loneliness. But that uh, feeling lonely is a state of mind. Because really, we're, we're never lonely. We're never by ourselves. We can feel lonely, yes. But we're not alone. And loneliness comes from feeling that we are uh, alone, right? That we have no one. That there's no one there for us. So, someone may decide, well, I'm going to get married. And then, so therefore, I'm not going to be lonely anymore. And, um, and so, they concentrate on that. And they find someone that might not have the same uh, likes or dislikes, right? And so they get married and then just come to find out that uh, whatever you did in order for, for you to be like that person or doing the things that that person like, maybe are things that, you know, you did them because of that person like them and then now you find yourself lonely again. So you're with someone but you're still alone by yourself. And so, again, what is the condition of the heart? Why am, I, why am I doing this? Why am I in this relationship with this person? Right? And these, of course, these things should be considered when, when we are dating an individual. Right? You know, um, I know someone very close to me. And um, she was dating this individual. And the reason why people get together, right? Because sometimes also we have a misconception. And again, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth, the mouth speaks. So whatever, whatever my emotions are, is what my mouth is going to speak about. Because that's my main interest. That's what that scripture means. And so, in regards to this, um, this, this person that is uh, close to me and, and, and close to, to some of us um, that are in that group. Um, she liked this, this um, man, right? They grew up together. 
And so, because when you're together in a group with um, individuals, you um, you get to know the person, so you may develop, right? So one day out of nowhere, you may find that person attractive. And so you may develop a crush on that person. And so that happened to her. And eventually, years later, they they were able to to muster up the courage because they were afraid of each other <laughs> the thing about love um so they were they were um they couldn't tell one another that they liked one another right uh, usually um we women some sometimes right now now there is in the bible there is no prejudice in regards to who is going to tell who, um, you know, I'm interested in you, right? So the Bible doesn't say that. The Bible doesn't say also in regards to age, like, you know, uh, if you're interested in someone who's older uh, than you, then the Bible doesn't, um, is no prejudice against that, of course. Re it's reasonable. And then also... Uh, it is reasonable that if the woman wants to tell the man, look, I feel this way for you, or or show the affection and emotion towards that person, um, there is nothing wrong with that, right? Uh, it is wrong with humans. Sometimes humans don't like how certain things are done. So to humans, um, they may say, well, you know, why is she doing that? Or why is she you know liking him and or so why is he liking her so that is humans so um this person that i that i know right she started uh, dating him eventually they got to each other and they um told one another that they like each other and so they started to date right and so some time passed more than a year passed, right? And he had not shown any signs of being interested in getting married. Obviously, if you're dating someone, it's because you want to get to know that person in a more personal level and you want to find out more about that person that you want to uh, form a family with. And a family is... Uh, two individuals coming together into the marriage union. It doesn't have to be that uh, they have um, have children. And so, um, she 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 was waiting, right? Because you cannot make the other person tell you, "I want to marry you." Right, because it have to be uh, something that you know both of them, and you can you can bring up the issue, you know, and ask the person, hey, look, uh, what are we what are we planning to do with with this dating that we're doing? I mean, you can date someone forever and then not do anything about that situation, right? And so. Um, she used to do, you know, everything that uh, to show him that she could uh, 
be a good wife. You know, she will invite him. She she used to work. Um, she still works, but you know, she was working, right? So, uh, she was um, she was a woman that could also provide, right? Because uh, uh some are under the impression that when you get into a marriage situation, you are in a relationship that you're you're now you now become like a slave to that person and then that person must do things um for you for free right maybe some see that situation like that like uh they see mom and dad together and they do things for one another and they don't charge each other for the things that they do for each other but these things that they do for each other have value like for example if mom stays home and she cleans the home uh, she doesn't work but she takes care of the home uh, she cleans she makes sure that everything is um put together she cooks i mean how much do you have to pay for for meals out there that people cook for you every day what about laundry doing the laundry for you or for the family you know, because the other person is working, but the other one is at home. Doing things for free? No. It's, it's, it's um, what we do. Those things that we do have value, of course. And when you put a price to it, then you will see how much it is, how costly it can be. Especially for those who have children and those mothers who stay at home taking care of the children okay dad goes to get the money uh when he goes to work but mom stays home doing things that will cost you thousands of dollars every week if she went to work and someone else had to do everything that she have to do so no it's not for free it has a value it has a cost and so um Staying home is not um, it's not something that you know that is not uh, that that doesn't have a price that is for free. So the situation with uh, this person that I know, she 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 was showing him. Look, I can be. I am of value. You know, I can cook. I can clean, I work, I, um, you know, I, I am thrifty, I, all of these things, right? But he wasn't showing any interest in marriage. He wasn't telling her uh, anything regarding uh, being married or getting married or even planning on getting married. So he was just planning on hanging out with her. You know, hanging out, going to places, and um, going to her home uh, with her parents, and she cooks, and they watch a movie, and <clears throat> all of that. Which, there is nothing wrong with it, right? You're doing that. Um, but also, the man have to be showing that he's interested in showing that he also has the same value, because... Um, as I mentioned, they both must provide. And whatever decisions that they make in regards to if the woman is going to go 
to work, right? Or if she is going to stay home, it doesn't mean that whatever she's going to do has no value just because she's not charging the husband for it. All right, so some are confused with that. Now, um, of course, the men have to be able to have a job to make enough money for him to pay the bills, right? Uh, have a place where they are going to live and provide for food, provide for the wife, the money, money for her, for her personal use, if she is not going to work, because she's not, you know, she's, she's a partner, she becomes a partner, they become husband and wife, they become a team, a team of two people only, right, so they both contribute to one another, and so Matthew 12, the Bible book of Matthew 12:34 speaks out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks so what is um what is this person doing what is the person's actions right so um if you just want to hang out then just let's be friends and let's hang out right and let me find someone who really wants to be in a relationship of marriage with me right so that is what this person that I'm telling you about, um, she finally, you know, after some time, it wasn't many years, maybe it was a year and a half that they were dating, but there was no engagement, there was no uh, planning for them to, uh, you know, move on to the next step from dating to engagement to getting married, nothing like that, you know? So he had other plans in she wanted to settle down in the marriage relationship, right? So what she did is that um, one day she invited him again to eat <laughs> and she, you know, did the meal for him, they, they eat and then she told him that it was not going to work out right and so she then later on um, started to date someone else and she's now happily married for maybe three years and um, and this person could provide the the her need for her needs right because we all have different circumstances different situations that for our needs that we need. But we're not talking about want. We're talking about needs. So she found that person that could fulfill that. And especially when it came to recognizing her needs. Right? So when it comes to us personally, we may be thinking, well, you know, what, what can I get from this relationship? Not much, what can I give from this relationship to the other person, right? So, 
when it comes to showing affection, the way that we view this person, the way that we feel for this person, maintaining that love that we felt uh, for this person when we were dating this person, when we felt that crush for this person in our heart, that we felt the, the butterflies in the stomach. And so, you know, um, we don't want the, the butterflies to turn into something else. <laughs> so we want to continue. We want to continue showing the affection. And one of these uh, principles, another principle that we can th uh, use is found in, in, I am using the New World Translation of the Holy Scriptures. And so at 1 John 3.18, right? So 1 John is in the back of the Bible. If you're following with your Bible. So 1 John 3.18 says these. Little children, right? So John is an older man, and so he's speaking here um, as if he's speaking to children, right? Because in reality, that is the way that God sees each and every one of us as children. And so it says, little children, we should love, not in word or with the tongue, but indeed and truth so what is the principle there right um, sometimes we can we can just say the words uh, I love you and, uh, and, and and sometimes we use it for everything like you know like I love food you know I love playing I love everything we love Right, so we just 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 abuse that word <laughs> sometimes. And but when it comes to saying that to someone else, to a human being, right? Especially that human being that maybe we have been with for some years, you know, married to that person, and we have lost uh, the custom, the habit of saying to that person. Or treating that person kindly anymore right so um, maybe it have gotten to the point that you you cannot even treat that person kindly anymore because or maybe you're feeling even trapped in the marriage that you are but you're still there with the person that you actually you know make you feel good make you feel happy at one point in, in life you know so what we have to do is find find those same um, types of good things that we saw in that person from the beginning right so treat then treat your mate as considerately as you did when you were dating so being kind to that to that person and sometimes you know we may say well you know i'm not gonna treat him 
or treat her, you know, if it's a him, uh, nice, in, uh, in, in, in maybe you're resentful about a situation, right? So, so you have, even though you're together, you have created distance between you and the other person because of this resentment, of these feelings that you're carrying. So, of course, the best thing to do for that is, is to, to talk about it. And to say to the person, look, the other day when you said this, or when you did this, it bothered me. I did not like it because of this and this reason. Because if, if you don't, if you don't um, take care of the situation, meaning you don't speak about it, then it's going to amount to bigger and bigger and bigger and no one is a mind reader, right? No one reads minds that we can just connect to another person's brain and we can know what the person is thinking. We actually have to say it, it out and yes, sometimes uh, fear Fear uh, may stop us from talking, but no one can actually come and move my mouth and actually make me say, you know, whatever I need to say. I have to make the effort for myself. And so, showing affection with actions, you know, maybe holding hands when you go in the park and for a walk. Or doing, doing kind things, you know, um, like when dinner time comes, maybe go in the kitchen also and help or ask before, you know, do you need some help? Offer yourself to help, to, you know, to do something. And if the person tells you no, then of course it's no. But, you know, thinking about things like that. Um, also... Maybe when finishing dinner or whatever, lunch, breakfast, cleaning up the table, doing the dishes, washing the dishes. All those are actions that say, I love you too, even if you don't say it. But it shows that you care for that other individual, that you value that other individual. And you're not treating that individual just as, uh, you know, a maid or just someone that, um, that needs, that is only good for, for whatever that person is doing because eventually it's going to feel that way. And that's why uh, these things happen, also resentment. And so also giving gifts to one another, right? Obviously the relationship with, with each other. And especially if, uh, if you have been married for a long time, where it can feel uh, redundant, but it is not. Because uh, as we, as every day that passes, we are learning and we experience life. And so there is always something to talk about. So maybe uh, rekindling those conversations that you had when you were dating, 
the things that were um, that were exciting and in and interesting. So going back to those things, right? And also uh, making time for each other to be alone with one another, without the phones, without texting, without looking at what's happening on Twitter or on Facebook or wherever else, right? Giving time for one another means that the persons are uh, giving time for each other. That means that no one else is in that space of time. So, you know, uh, being alone together strengthens the marriage and assures your mate that you take pleasure in his or her company. And basically, that's the thing. You're valuing someone's company. Being together. And, of course, if you have children, it is, uh, it is very difficult, right? And so, then perhaps it will take that the two make arrangements so that we so that they can have some time together, right? So Philippians, the um, the principle there at Philippians and Philippians is in the back of the Bible also, and so there. And this was a letter to the Philippian congregation. So, the Ephesians and then the Philippians. So, Philippians 1.10 says this. That you may make sure of the more important things. So that you may be flawless and... Uh, Okay, so that's it. Right? So we want to consider the principle of the first part because the second part doesn't apply to what I'm saying. So that you make make sure of the more important things. Right? So today's topic is in regards to how the Bible can help in regards to showing affection. And there are different things that can make it difficult for us to show affection. And so the principle here is to make sure of the more important things in this case or in this situation is when it comes to the relationship that we have with that human being that other person right so what will be the most important thing or making sure of the most important things is that we take care of each other's well-being physically mentally emotionally So, um, if you've been married for a long time and your children are gone because, you know, they are older now and they are adults and you're at home, then you can start dating again. You're married, yes, but you can go on date nights, um, date weekends, doing things together. Right? Enjoying each other's company. Uh, finding, finding the good things from each other. Right? So instead of uh, finding always fault, because that is easier to do. It is 
so easy to find faults on someone else, right? Of course, uh, when it comes to us, we never have faults, right? That's someone's mentality. That could be someone's mentality. But uh, find the good that the person has. And, and, and make that more uh, than the, their faults, right? So each person is unique. We all experience life every day. So become aware what are your, your partner needs. And the principle in that is found at 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 4, and 5. And this is what it says. 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 13, 4, and 5. And it says, Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous. It does not brag. Does not get puffed up. Does not behave indecently. Does not look for its own interests. Does not become provoked. It does not keep account of the injury. Right? So... These are very difficult things to do, especially if one has been hurt, right? It is difficult. So, um, in order to deal with that, in depending, of course, we're not talking about here that, you know, you're going to stay in a relationship where you are being uh, mistreated, being harmed, and being hurt, and being abused, right? So, so this, this is not what this is about, showing affection even though you are getting harmed and hurt and abused. No, that's, that's not what this is, right? This, the, the relationship that I'm talking about is where two people are together in a, in, in a marriage uh, situation, or um or you know with even with children children who have uh, gone away and then now they are older so what to do with their lives it, that's what we're talking about here right because um no one should be abusing anyone in the first place much less someone that you say that you love and so um we're talking about the the showing affection, how to show affection, and the principle over here is that love does not seek, does not look for its own interests, and this goes back again to um, to what was mentioned in Matthew twelve thirty four that out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks, right? So we don't want to be concentrating on self. Of course, in regards to self-care, yes, but that is another thing. So, um, meaning that you want to demand affection from that person. So, instead, 
thinking, what can I do also for that person? Because that person may be feeling the same way, right? And so, um, concentrating on that. And um, also what counts in what makes affection is to, to give out easily and what can stop one giving affection is it, that is mentioned that love behave decently right so if you're in a relationship with someone you are married with that person then that person those two people are as in a contract with each other to care for one another to look out for each other's interests to be kind to each other, to love one another, to continue to keep the love. Uh, so they have to make the effort, both of them, in order to continue uh, with that feeling, that emotion for each other, right? And to make things better for the, the two of them. And, uh, and, and even if they're going through difficult circumstances and situations, right? So that is... Uh, basically the contract that they both are in in regards to that marriage relationship so they both have to be working towards one another and the giving of affection in continuing on this uh, contract right of love that this uh, couple have for one another uh, is based on also how they are treating one another when it comes to to being faithful and loyal to each other right so being married it, it's no more that you're single and trying to see if other uh other female women are also interested in you and seeing if you if you're if you still got that swag that attractiveness and um, in in other female women find you attractive right affection totally goes flat for the other person when that person behaves indecently that way right so also the same thing goes with uh, women, right? We women also have to show respect for the person that we are in that contract of marriage, of love. And so uh, we must show respect for the men that we are also saying that we are in love with. And... Um, when it comes to so when it comes to that we have to keep in mind that friendly means that yes we are friendly that we are amicable with people but there are limits when it comes to uh, associations when it comes to friendships that we're going to have when we are in a relationship with someone already right 
So this is another thing that it is a problem when two people want to uh, are married, and especially in the first years of marriage, right? Because they want to continue with the friends that they had and doing the things that they were doing. And, and the woman is like, well, you know, or, or it could be the man also, it could be vice versa, right? But um, mostly maybe happens with the men that he wants to go and, and do the things that he was doing with his pals, with his buddies, and, and he expects that the woman also do that. You know, go with your friends. You know, go out with them, I go with mine. And, well, when you enter a marriage relationship, then it's no longer that way because you are now in a relationship with someone and so now the two of you have to see what friends you're going to keep from before from when you were single and what friends you're going to make together because the point is to keep a healthy relationship between these two between the couple and so when we follow the Bible principles, right? And as is mentioned there, in, um, in I am reading from the New World Translation, and when it, the counsel there is for all of us, right? That we become, or that we are faithful to, to that person that we are in a relationship with. And so, and loyal, right? And loyal. So, showing affection also is not that um, that you know that you that you point out and you say, well, you know, look at that uh, that girl. She looks just like you, or you look as good as her. That, that is even worse, I think. <laughs> so comparing. The person with someone else is not a compliment. It's not showing affection for the person. Right? So if you're going to give the compliment, give the compliment to the person that you are in a relationship with, not in comparison with someone else. So behaving decently is one of them. And then also it says love is patient. So we want to be patient with the one whom we are in that marriage relationship with and, uh, and kind, right? So doing kind things for the other person, not only thinking, well, you know, this is your job to do, but also being part of each other's life. And then it says, love is not jealous. If we are behaving decently toward one another, there is not going to be any, any space for jealousy because there's not going to be any reason for it. And so it says it does not brag. It does not get puffed up. It does not behave indecently. does not look for its own interests. does not become provoked. 
it does not keep account of the injury, right? So if we apply these principles in our lives, then we will have no problems showing affections from our heart, from uh, the love that we truly feel for that human being that we are in a relationship with. And so, if you want to um, learn more about these topics with uh, the family, help for the family, right, or how the Bible can help, you can visit jw.org, and in the year, there are different articles that you might be interested in. For example, husbands. Make your home secure. What about this? Is marriage just a social union? So many people may think so, right? But you can visit jw.org to find out more. And then also express affection in the family circle. So continuing with affection. Again, this showing affection is part of communication and it's even more difficult because you're showing out of yourself to others and the fear of rejection or the fear of uh, being somehow uh, not taken well can just make the thought of showing affection as and confuse it with being weak and then also um you know you know just thinking about that just make us just stay back or again or thinking like you know we're weak if we're showing love but actually um it is not that way if if you if you know it is much more difficult to show love than to show any other emotions right so this was the topic for today the bible can help in how can you show affection we know that those there were many factors and we have bible principles that we can um we can rely on, we can think about so that our heart condition can be reassured and not become afraid of, uh, of loving, being loving, right? Uh, especially towards those uh, who, or, or especially with those who are in a marriage relationship. All right, so... I hope you have a beautiful Friday, and I thank you for joining. And next week, I'll be considering another topic. Have a beautiful day.